G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You might have been following along very cautiously or even with some real interest the developments with Wallabies star Israel Folau. He made some comments over the idea that homosexuals will go to hell unless they repent of their sins, and that continues to bubble along in the news this week. Now, there are players that don't want to play against him because his views are described as what they say are disgusting. Bill Muhlenberg's been writing about this issue through the week and uh, an article entitled Falau, Hell and Biblical Truth. Bill's back with us for another Culture Watch segment. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, there are developments that have been going on with Israel Folau. In one sense, some people are saying his comments have been insensitive, uh, and there are those who are perhaps on the left who are making mileage out of this whole issue. Yes, it's the same old, same old, really. Anybody who has any kind of a Christian faith who dares to say anything about his faith in public can expect such treatment. Uh, the background here, for those who don't know, he was asked in a public forum a direct question. So in that public forum, he gave a direct answer. It was a short question. He gave a short answer. It was fully 100% biblical. Of course, had uh, you know he or I or anybody else had more time and a proper venue, you could have padded it out a bit. You know, I would have simply added a few more words that homosexuals, like any and all sinners, which is everybody, yes, hell is their destination unless there's a repentance and turning to Christ. Uh, that is the destination of all sinners. So sure, he could have, you know, well, even if this was a tweet, you're only allowed so many characters and words, I believe. So in the short space he had, he gave biblical truth. But of course, we're doing that. All hell is broken loose. He, uh, this has happened before when he spoke out against homosexual marriage. So now they're talking of dumping him. Uh, sponsors like Qantas are talking about taking away their sponsorship. Uh, that's proving that Alan Joyce is more of a bully than uh, certainly Falau ever was. They should concentrate on flying people around the country and around the globe and not using uh, an airline to be a political platform to attack and judge people simply for their Christian faith. He's been strong enough to even suggest he'd walk away from rugby union and uh, to make that... Uh, being at the top of the pile, uh, really there is a lot of power that he does hold and really he could walk away quite successfully and perhaps even Mm. into another code, Bill, if one decided to reject him over such an issue. Yeah, well, that's right. There'd be plenty of others who would be more than happy to take him. In fact, I heard one on the news the other night saying just that. But I suspect uh, that even if nobody wanted to take him, Uh, that wouldn't deter him in the least. I fully believe, because of his Christian convictions, if he never got employment again in sport 
or some related area, you know, he would rather be true to Christ and God's Word than worry about, you know, employment. I mean, it's easy for perhaps somebody who's likely wealthy like him maybe to say that. Some of us are struggling, but of interest just this past week myself, I've been in touch with three professionals, all who have similar views to me on some of these issues, but all three have well, they've conceded they cannot speak out. They don't want to speak out. It's too risky. They could lose their jobs. So as I told several of them, well, yeah, I fully understand. We have to look after our families and all the rest. Uh, but I think a day will come when every true Christian is going to have to face the music. They're going to have to say, look, do I either effectively deny Christ and his word simply to keep my employment and keep the income flowing, or will standing up for Christ be more important, and I'll simply trust God to somehow look after our more material needs and, you know, risk losing that job. So I have all the respect in the world for Israel. He uh, puts his faith first, even if it means losing his career, all the fame and the fortune and the fans that he obviously has. He's willing to give it all away because he'd rather be true to Christ than be politically correct. Now, the temptation here, Bill, for Christian believers is to somehow or other uh, try to soften the biblical teaching about hell. And uh, there's been a bit of that softening going on in headlines of recent times. Uh, that is something significant needs to be addressed. Yeah, well, there's not only Christians wanting to do that. Many Christians so-called Christians, you know, attacking Israel Falau and saying, oh, you know, he, he's not a good ambassador of Christ, and, you know, how dare he say these things? And it always happens whenever a Christian stands up in public, shares truth, all the armchair Christian critics will come out. You know, they never face the music. They never face the hostility. Uh, but they're happy to attack somebody like Israel Falau, and all that he said happened to be 100% true, uh, despite the denialists. Uh, it is true that the person who spoke about hell more than any other person in the entire Bible is Jesus. He alone, if we simply took his words, we would have enough uh, uh, evidence to convince us all that there is a faith. There's two faiths for humanity. If it's not being right with God through Christ, well, then there is a lost eternity that uh, awaits all the others. That's as clear as you can get from reading the four Gospels and is amplified throughout Scripture. Bill, there is a sense here in which when a controversy arises, those who are perhaps a little more on the liberal side try to run away from the conflict. But in fact, conflict creates an opportunity here too because when we talk mm -hmm. about the Gospel being good news... Yeah. Sometimes we recognize that the good news isn't good news unless it's contrasted with the bad news. And so yeah. it brings into some perspective here a necessity to talk about things like hell. Yeah, absolutely. There is no good news apart from the fact that we're sinners standing before a holy and just God and something has to be done to deal with the sin question. Jesus dealt with it at the cross, but it's up to us to choose in faith and repentance to avail ourselves of what Jesus did on our behalf. So, yeah, it's not only liberals in the secular sense, but liberal Christians as well. They don't like any of this. This implies all kinds of stuff. 
uh, judgment to come, a God of wrath, a holy God who cannot look upon sin. All these concepts are foreign to liberal or progressive Christianity, so they are really upset by all this. First of all, they think there's nothing wrong with homosexuality to begin with, and then to talk about the reality of hell and a God who's a God not just of love, but a God of judgment, that's just too much for the ears of the progressives. So no wonder both uh, lefty Christians and lefty secularists have uh, been in a feeding frenzy ever since uh, Israel Folau came out with his words. Uh, There are some newspaper columnists that you've been discussing too in some of your latest writings. Uh, What have newspaper columnists been talking about? Uh, Most of them gave Israel Flau a a hard time. It didn't take long at all for all the, the usual suspects and the usual newspapers and other media outlets to condemn him, to say he was... uh, well, he wasn't representing Christianity, and he was a homophobe and a bigot, and we got to get rid of them. Uh, again, showing their true colors instead of allowing genuine debate on any of the key issues of the day. All the other side wants to do is to shut down debate. They don't want our side to be heard, certainly not in public, and they just want to get rid of anybody who dares to have a different point of view. So this is just you know, case 87,000 of how the left deals with those who have a differing point of view. You mentioned that Jesus talked about hell and the use of the word hell, but also the inferences that come around that, uh, the second death, uh, the lake of fire, the place where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, uh, those sorts of images, they are representative of this idea of eternal punishment. Well, there's no question that Jesus had this perfectly in mind, whether these images are symbolic. Uh, Even if they are, they're a symbol of something very frightful indeed, you know, where the flames do not cease and so on. Uh, The idea of eternal punishment is taught clearly in the mouth of Jesus, but affirmed elsewhere in Scripture. So all Israel Falah was doing was, of course, stating orthodox Christian teaching, nothing at all out of the ordinary there. It the, should be the basic, the standard uh, part of the gospel message. This is where we're all headed, unless we do repent and turn from our wicked ways. Uh, so he said nothing out of the ordinary. It's just that we live in unordinary times where any gospel truths or any moral and spiritual truths are just seen as being out of bounds. You get these criticisms, and you mention one that comes from the Liberal MP, Tim Wilson, uh, that suggests that Folau, having spoken about hell, uh, is somehow rather better known for his brawn than for his brain. But when it comes to an appreciation of the understanding of what the Bible says, uh, clearly Folau's on the side of exercising his brain. That is what the Bible teaches. Yeah, absolutely. He certainly knows the Word of God. Unlike so many of his critics, uh, I don't think Tim Wilson claims to be any kind of a Christian, but as I mentioned, plenty of other uh, so-called Christians have taken him to task and tried to say, oh, no, no, the Bible doesn't teach that. God is a God of love. God would never punish anyone. So certainly Falau does know his Bible better than many of his critics, and uh, so it seems to me he's got both brains and brawn. 
Bill, for those who are listening to our conversation today and saying, what is it exactly that God might send people to hell for? What's your very simple response? Uh, a, a sort of a let's you know draw all the loose ends. This is yep. what people are sent to hell for. How do you describe that for people? Yeah, well, it's a it's a good question. The punishment sounds uh, you know pretty hardcore, but that's because the sin is hardcore, and the ultimate sin we're talking about here is a rejection of the very person who created us and the entire world and with whom we have to do. So if there's a, if you put it this way, an infinite amount of suffering for such a sin, it's because it's been a sin against an infinite being, right? If I kick you in the shins, maybe I get a slap on the wrist. If I would uh, kick the Queen of England in the shins, I might get a, you know, a, a short spell in jail. Uh, so in a sense, the greater the person you're sinning against, the greater the sin. And at bottom, all of us are basically selfish, self-centered individuals who have shaken our fist at God, said we don't need him, we can live our lives without him. The very one who created us, the very one who keeps us alive every second, we're telling him either he doesn't exist or he has no rights over us. That's a pretty, uh, that's a pretty big deal. And if we don't get right with God, which thankfully Jesus has dealt with at Calvary, uh, we're kind of choosing our own fate. We're saying, look, I don't want you in my life now, God, and it's going to be that way throughout eternity. And I imagine that for those who are wondering how they can look into what the Bible teaches about hell, a place to start on that, and of course uh, just starting with the Bible verses, uh, might demand some thinking about that, which would be what you'd call theology, but you could simply Google what the Bible verses are about hell. And, uh, you know, you'll come across things like the top 20 Bible verses about hell, and those could be a starting point for people to uh, make their own impression about what the Bible is teaching, what Jesus said about hell. Uh, Bill, I'll point people to one of your latest articles, Falau, Hell and Biblical Truth. Simply go to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch and you'll find Bill's latest articles. Bill, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.